Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins, that He might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I've been looking at this mystery of God and Jesus, what they had put together. And if you've been following the series, you have heard me talk about uh, Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 through 20 and 26, which says, For it pleased Father that him all the fullness should dwell, and by him reconcile all things to himself, by him the things on earth, things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generation, but now has been revealed to his saints. And so Jesus and God had a plan, and the plan was that through Jesus Christ, that everyone would be reconciled back to um, God. We see that in First Timothy uh, 2, uh, 3-6. to It says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself ransom uh, as ransom for us all to testify uh, in due time. So we see that here, that this um, uh, mystery and this uh, plan that God had come together, that Jesus would die, and through his death, he would reconcile everything back onto God. And I believe Lucifer knew about this plan. He would have never killed Jesus. And so, but because he didn't know about this plan and God made it for the Bible tells us that it's not by works. And so God had came up with this plan, make sure that we are all able to get into the kingdom of God, uh, knowing that they are going to be rich and poor people on the planet, uh, people that are sick and not, uh, not healthy. So he had to create a way by which 
all can be saved. And that all way is that through faith. And so I know Galatians, uh, um, Chapter 2, it says, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, by faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. And so you see here that there's nothing that you and I can do. Um, Another uh, scripture, if we go in Galatians 3, it tells us in 3, and I believe it says, For as many as are of the works of the law, honor the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. And so if you've broken one, you've broken all. And so if you've broken one, uh, then you're under curse. So it doesn't matter what you do, you will not be able to get into this kingdom because you will always be under a curse. But there is a way that God provided it. He says, uh, but that no man is justified by law in the sight of God. It is evidence then that the just shall live by faith. So we see that this is the plan that God had set up. And Nicodemus comes to Jesus and he says to, to him, um, how can we enter into this plan, this kingdom, because they're creating a new kingdom now, uh, the kingdom of God, and uh, whereby you and I can become the sons of God in this in the scripture. Um, so it tells us that the just shall live by faith. It tells us that uh, we become born again as as um, Nicodemus and Jesus had that conversation. Jesus says, except a man be born um, and he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Um, and so he then begins to uh, expound what that means. And he said to him, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And we know that the word, the water is the word of God. The Bible tells us that. So this combination of the word of God and the Holy Spirit is a part of this new plan. And the process by which we become born again, the Bible is clear about that. Uh, Romans 10, 9, it says that if a man, if Thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so uh, the Bible tells us how to get there. Ephesians says that uh, for by grace you save through faith. It is a gift of God. The process is a gift of God. The whole salvation process is a gift. And we are first touched by the grace of God that softens our heart, that gives our heart the ability to be soft so that then the Word of God can uh, penetrate through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we utilize our faith by grace are you saved through faith? And as we utilize our faith to make this confession, um, for it says, for with the heart man believe unto righteousness, but the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So when you combine those two scriptures, you see the process by which one becomes born again and the effect of it. So, uh, that is basically the foundation. I wanted to give you this, uh, but the Bible tells us that we are born of um, uh, 
corruptible seed, 1 Peter 1.23, being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abided in us. And so again, this combination of the word of God, and you'll see also where the Holy Spirit has a part within that. The Holy Spirit comes in and says, whereby uh, we are able to cry, Abba, Father, the Holy Spirit uh, testifies, and as this new creature is created, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, we are called the sonship. Um, as in Romans eight uh, sixteen, it says, "The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God." And so we see that uh, the Holy Spirit has a part also in our salvation, as uh, dictated by the Word of God, and. Uh, so this creature that we becomes, um, we see that in the Word of God where we become new creature, an entirely new uh, uh, species. Ezekiel uh, thirty six twenty six states, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit, and I will put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. Um, Titus puts it this way, by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. And so, again, I mentioned to you that the combination of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit is now creating this new creature. Um, it tells us in 1 Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so what happens, as I mentioned to you guys in in Colossians, that we were delivered from the power of darkness. Also, I read that scripture earlier uh, in Gen- in um, Galatians when I opened with it. It tells us that uh, we were saved and moved from one kingdom into the other. And so as we begin to uh, get an understanding then of what this new creature is about, um, we as we read the the word of God, it tells us um, that once we make an entrance into this kingdom, I are therefore able to um, to uh, call God Father. And so you see that God always is tr- still trying to get us and continue his relationship with us as he did with Adam. Uh, the scripture says, in uh, in a Genesis that it was dictum uh, that Adam and God would spend time together, and God is interested in doing the same thing. He's his son back. He created a way by which his son can come back. Um, that spirit that Adam lost in the garden, when God said he shall surely die, that spirit is restored according to the work, word of God in Ezekiel uh, 36, 26. And new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. This is new stuff, guy, new spirit. And so uh, God has given us that spirit, newness. Why? So that you and I can have a relationship with him. And so... But it tells us also that there's a, that man, the Bible tells us that man is a triune being, that he has a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. And so, formation we see is by that spirit man being um, changed and become new. We still have these 
parts of us that we need to be, uh, uh, which becomes a challenge in the Christian. And we're going to talk about this because I'm talking about continuing this conversation about this new spirit, what happens. Um, we know that uh, we see in, uh, which I talked to you guys last last week about Mark 7.21, Jesus tells us what are the stuff that comes out from within the man that defiles the man. So, um, as we learn and get to know who Jesus is, because the Bible tells us that the word is now, uh, we have to live by it and all of that stuff. And I'm going to go a little over that. Uh, so, um, it tells us, uh, that, uh, as, as I said, man is triune. And so we have this continual battle. We're waiting for the renewing of our body, the Bible tells us. And, um, but the, the soul of the man and the spirit of the man, the Bible tells us that the spirit grows and is renewed daily. And so we're going to take a look at both. We're going to try and separate the um, the creature man so that you can get a chance to see exactly what happened. Um, Romans uh, 6, uh, 12 and 13 reads, Not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. You should obey the lust thereof. thereof. So... Um, we see that this body is still here and you're waiting for that. And 6, uh, 13, need to yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God for those that are alive from the dead and your members are instruments of uh, unto God. And so this new guy, this new creature still, he is there, the, the new spirit. Uh, the Bible tells us in, in, in first Peter two, two, uh, he's like a new baby, you know, it says a newborn baby desires sincere milk is what the Bible says that, uh, this new creature, he desires, uh, sincere milk or a baby in, a, in, in any baby. And the sincere milk is the word of God. It says, if we stay within the word of God, grow and grow and grow. So um, we're going to, again, my goal is to try and separate so you can see um, some of the, the facts about the new man, but the reality of the body and the soul. So Ephesians 4.24 says, And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. So this new man, spirit, says we put this on, in, which is in righteousness and holiness. Colossians 3, 8, but it says, but now you are also put off, but now you also put off all of these anger, wrath, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. And Colossians 3, 9, Lie not one to another, seeing you have put off the old with his deeds. And so these are the, the acts of the old man that is a part of the uh, flesh and soul now that you and I have to, um, this is the war basically between the self. And when you line up uh, spirit, soul, and body, you are then in faith. Your entire words that you speak now becomes power. So you must learn how to uh, unite uh, yourself and be ruled by your spirit at your flesh. And so that is the 
the the part of the spiritual walk that we have since we have been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son uh, kingdom of God uh, we can't apply the same principles so the old principles of the old flesh and of the soul we can't apply it within the kingdom of of God so this is the battle this is the walk that the Christian man and woman have to deal with since 310 and I have put on the new man which is renewed how in knowledge after the image of him that created him and so we have to renew ourselves in knowledge about Jesus Christ it tells us in him have uh, received all of these things and I'm going to do a study out in him in Christ and through Christ and stuff like that so you can see all of the benefits that you got as a result of that salvation in him and through him and in Christ. Because this new creature has a lot of uh, power with him. And so uh, it tells us about, um, it says that, uh, and have to put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after day, you know, and this old thing, putting on an, the, the uh, putting off the old man, put on new man, basically, give you an, uh, a vision of um, your like, change in, in, you know, like a clothing, you know, that type of thing. But it basically is about your character, a change in your character, the identity of your character, um, the old behavior that you had in the kingdom of darkness. Now you have to create a new character and you are governed by this new character. You have to love, you have to forgive, you have to not judge. You have, these are things that this new character um, is uh, visible by. And as people begin to see this new character, then they're going to get, um, um, they're going to want to know what had happened to you. And that gives you an opportunity to speak to them about Jesus, the Spirit, and God. Um, uh, tells us in Ephesians 4.23, and be rooted in the spirit of your mind. And so the new birth has uh, basically, like I said, taken it in our, our spirit. But the mortal body is the battle. And the scripture tells us, uh, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. Uh, the uh, good chapter to read is, is Galatians chapter 5. And Galatians chapter 5 goes and tells us now about this. Um, uh, um, let me get take you guys to that scripture. You, you should get your Bible and go there because it is some powerful stuff about the... Um, what he talks about the the body and how it relates to um, the Christian now this new creature and let me uh, take that and you will see it says and um, stand fast therefore in the liberty which Christ has made us free and not being entangled again with the yoke of bondage and here we, I talk about uh, Christ has made us free through the Spirit and so he's saying don't be in bondage so it goes on it says behold I Paul say unto you if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify uh, again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to the whole law. This is become of none effect unto you. Whosoever uh, of you 
are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. And so he's beginning to talk to them that it's not by works, guys. You never, you don't obtain this uh, by by work. You obtain this by grace, as he said. For we, through the Spirit, waited for a hope of righteousness by faith. So again, we are waiting for this body to be changed. Um, but if you go on and down, he talks about uh, working in love and and uh, um, a little leaven, leaven the whole lump. He's talking about your your way you're acting and behaving. He said, "I have confidence in you that the Lord that you will know." Wise, but he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he is. So he's beginning to talk to them, and I wanted to get down um, to verses uh, fourteen. Let's pick up. For all the law is fulfilled in one word: even in this, shall love thy neighbor as yourself. Uh, but if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so again, walk, uh, the spirit has a great part within the process of us being saved as well as we must continue in this newness that we are. And so, God provided the Holy Spirit to help us walk this walk and be and have dominion over the flesh and and so he tells us for the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary the one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would and it goes on but if you be led of the spirit you are not under the law so Paul is giving us a direction here of how to walk now, be victorious in this new life. And he is giving the contrary uh, uh, between the flesh and the spirit. And so these two uh, um, uh, things are warring against each other. And you have to uh, be led by your spirit man through the power of the Holy Ghost. And so you are guided and led. He's saying you need to be guided and be led by the Holy Spirit. And, uh, not, you're not going to be subject to the law. You're going to conquer all the things of the flesh. Now, he says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. So now he begins to explain what are those, um, things that are in the flesh that are still as Christians dealing with. Um, and how we become victorious in this, he says, we must walk in the Spirit or be led by the Spirit. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, cleanness, and lasciviousness. So we see the first grouping that he has here has to do with all sexual sins. Um, and uh, uh, it is... Uh, um, the fruit of the flesh that this is a part of. And so he breaks it down. So um, the second part of it, he says, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresy. And if you look at most of those, those are dealing with um, uh, spiritual aspects, um, spiritual sins, and idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill-tempered, selfishness, division, um, party spirit, as they say. These are all um, uh, um, uh, the other part uh, and then there's, he has another part of that, the third part. The third part is envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. He, uh, the King James puts it this way, envying, murdering, 
murderers, drunkenness, reviling, and such alike, of the which I tell you before, and I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And so um, it now begins to get a little serious as to the walk of the believer. Uh, we are no longer to walk the way we walk for, and the battle is then within the flesh of the man that um, has been born again. This person has been born again, but it tells us that the spirit and the flesh war against each other, and the fruit of the spirit are such, and it tells us what they are. And he goes on, and he tells us about the spirit now, what the spirit looks like, contrasting he had mentioned before, he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. And he goes on and he tells us um, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. So this is the contrast between uh, walking by the Spirit and walking by the flesh. And uh, the Bible is clear about that. And so it tells us that um, we have been crucified. We God has uh, helped us to overcome this. And let me go ahead and keep reading. Uh, fruit of the Spirit is joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, and faith. Meekness, temperance, against such thing, there is no law. So um, the Amplified puts it really nice. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, work which he, uh, the presence which within accomplish is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolent, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint. Um, against such thing, there is no law that can bring charge. And so uh, we see the contrast in 24, it reads that, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affection of lust. Uh, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. So that is a picture of what the difference looks like now that one becomes born again and what it looks like that we are up against and who our enemies are. The enemies are not the neighbor, it's not anyone else. Um, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers and wickedness and places. So the enemies are outside, they are, they are spiritual things. But the battle that we have, in, in all reality, that spirit man, uh, that new creature, has a, the same authority over them, uh, those evil spirits, as Jesus did. And so that is the reality of it. It's up to you and I to execute that by the way we live, by the way we behave. And it tells us that we ought to not live like we used to before, that uh, we ought to live through the Spirit and in this new man. Um, and so uh, the Bible tells us that the kingdom of God, this new kingdom in Luke uh, 21, uh, 17, 21, I believe it says, Neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. So these are the things that are within us, the kingdom of God. And um, uh, Romans 17, 4, 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and joy 
in the Holy Ghost. And so if this, if we are part of this new kingdom, uh, the Bible tells us that these fruit, we are, we, we have this new spirit. Uh, tells us here we read about the spirit um, and the and the flesh warring against each other, and it tells us how we ought to conquer the the flesh. We have an example of what the flesh looks like and how that lifestyle looks like, and how it's easy to identify which um, which kingdom you're 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 in as far as the principles that you're applying. Not talking about um, this is Christians applying, uh, living, doing all this crazy stuff, and he's saying, "No, you can't do that anymore. You're a new creature. You have to be, um, have to now change your lifestyle, your behavior. You have to be ruled and governed by the Spirit um, and the Word of God." And so we'll see that these two things are here to help us: the Word of God. Scriptures are all over um, about the, the Word of God. I know Proverbs. Uh, 420 um, tells us about the word of God. There are several things. It says, my son, attend to the, to my words. Um, said, number one is to attend to the word of God. Incline your ears onto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Um, for the word of God are life unto those that find them and medicine to all uh, their bodies. Um Keep your heart with all diligence. Out of it are the issues of life. Put away from you a forward uh, mouth and a perverse lip far from you. And so I read some of those things to you earlier that um, we were told is part of this new kingdom. And that I just read to you was from uh, the book of uh, Proverbs. And it tells us that we are a new creature. And that we have to behave differently, guys. So um, it is just how God set it up. He set up this plan. He put it in place. Um, he is the one, he and Jesus Christ. They have reconciled us back to each other. There's no way um, Christ is the only way, the scripture says. And because I know I've had that question before, um, he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father. It doesn't matter what. We do. Uh, this is the plan they set up, and that says that it pleased the Father. In Him, all the fullness shall dwell, and by Him to reconcile all things to Himself by Him. Things on on the earth are things in heaven, and made peace through the blood of His cross. So this is their plan. This is their um, way by which we get into to heaven. And people can argue, and people do argue, but I am not the one that set this up. I'm just um, uh, bringing it to you guys so that you can see uh, what he has done and the plans that he has set up for us by which we can now call uh, sons of God. And this walk that we are called to walk, it is um, the war that we have or the battle that you and I have, this walk that we have on this planet until Jesus come is between the flesh and the spirit as we see in Galatians chapter 5. Um uh, Paul makes a statement, he says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospereth. So as the spirit man begins to know who he is, the soul begins to understand 
um, through the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Word. And as he begins to understand and get the revelation, the Holy Spirit begins to reveal things to spirit man, the soul, and the mind, uh, which is a part of the soul. And he begins to grow as well. And the goal is to bring the flesh under um the authority and once we bring the flesh under in the under controls the scripture says that there's no um uh, we 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 live a victorious life it tells us that um and those who belong to Christ Jesus the Messiah have crucified the flesh or the godless human nature with its passion and appetite and desires and so we have the, the Holy Spirit is here to help. That's why the Bible tells us, uh, Jesus said to his disciples, go and wait. When you receive and the Holy Spirit come, you shall be uh, baptized with power. So the power that the Holy Spirit is here is also to help us to get to know who we are as new creatures in Christ. Uh, we ought to uh, learn how to get before God and spend time. It was their custom so that you can get familiar with who he is, his character, and the work that he have done, you, the mediator Christ Jesus, one by which you and I are, are, are able to come before God. The Bible calls him our, our, our high priest. And because he's our high priest, it tells us we can come boldly before the throne of grace by we may obtain mercy and find grace in the time of need. And if you have been following me, you understand, you would know that scripture come boldly before the throne of grace. Now we have this, um, we have Jesus Christ, our high priest, who's there before the Father and presenting the blood, showing him the blood, what he did on the cross for us as we are. He come, we come to our high priest. We can come boldly, um, before the throne of grace because we're protected by that blood of Jesus Christ. But we have to live the life that he has called us to live. Galatians chapter three, uh, chapter five, sorry. So once we come boldly before the throne of grace, whereby we can obtain mercy be why we are sons of god man we can obtain mercy okay and grace in time of need and so whatever need you have at this time the answer is there whereby we can obtain mercy and find grace what is grace the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings us and the bible tells us in in ephesians for by grace are we saved in whatever situation that you're in? For it tells us here, for God will provide this grace in the time of our need. What does he want from us? For by grace are you saved through your faith. He needs your faith. Believe him. Look at the situation regardless of what it looks. The Bible tells us that Abraham was not weak in faith. How was he not weak in faith? He gave glory unto God. So give glory unto God tells us how to be victorious. And it tells us, he said, um, and let me read that scripture in Romans 4. It says, um, uh, 419 and beyond, it says, And being not weak in faith, considered not his own body now dead, when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Don't look at your current circumstances. as that he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but he was strong in faith, giving glory. Don't move, guys. Don't stagger. Don't come out. Don't don't apply this old principle that is in the kingdom of darkness. That is a part of the kingdom of darkness. Don't go back. He says, 
says, um, he says, uh, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Well, again, which is mentioned, but was strong in faith. That is the new law for the just shall live by faith here in this new kingdom. How do you maintain that walk of faith between the uh, confession of the thing and the manifestation of the stuff? It says that give glory to God, keep worshiping God. And what happens to us is what I've been telling you it has to happen to us. God is waiting on us for by grace are you saved through faith. It is a gift of God. 21 says being fully persuaded that God was able to do what he had promised. He was able to perform. So here he was. As a result of that, it says, and therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness sake. So God is waiting on you and I. Don't move. Because as we begin to worship him in our current situation, the Bible tells us we're going to become fully persuaded that he's able to keep his promise. The Bible says that man is, God is not a man. And I keep repeating that. God is not a man. Why do I keep saying that? Because men, the Bible says men are liars, but God is not a man that he should lie. And so uh, the whole principle is right there. He's not at the promise of God through unbelief, through but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Go back to the kingdom of darkness principles. Unbelief is a part of that. Keep focus on your faith. Keep focusing on what you're asking God. And um, as you begin to give glory unto God, it says he becomes fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. So that is what happens to us. We become fully persuaded. We be, Once we become fully persuaded, guy, uh, and when we speak, it says, and therefore it is imputed to him for righteousness sake. And so um, stay in faith. Find the scripture. Jesus went and find the strip scripture, and he went to the to the um, to the temple. He found it, and then he read it, and he stopped in mid verse. So sometimes your promise is con- is contained within a few. Uh, um, Within a sentence, not the whole verse. Maybe it's in there because look at Jesus in, 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 um, Isaiah 61. He stopped mid verse, guys. So find your promise that God has to you. Uh, you are a new creature. Uh, he said he would provide your need. He said he would heal you. These are benefits of being this new creature. But the Bible says we must stay in faith. So I want to encourage all of you today and, uh, the just shall live by faith and that we walk by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.
Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.